It's fall, and that means it's time to burn stuff. A pile of leaves on a crisp Sunday morning, pictures of old boyfriends, uh, old boyfriends. Anywho, if you're like me and you love to craft, but also like to play with fire, but in a safe indoor way, now you can. Scorch Marker lets you nurture your inner pyro and do something constructive with it. Like maybe you want to set up a website and sell hand-scorched cottage signs that say, beware of sea monsters. Or maybe you love cats and you want to create a custom plaque with a picture of Carlos the catatonic cat on it for your Aunt Janice to hang in her bathroom. You can do that. With Scorch Marker, you can turn arson into artistic. Start scorching today by going to www.scorchmarker.com. If you can draw it, you can burn it. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had an amazing weekend and an amazing week. I have a very, very special guest with me today, my friend Brian Shepard. How the heck are you, Brian? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> it's good to see you. It's been it's been a hot minute. Yes, indeed, it's, it has. It's been a hot minute, and uh, and and why why is that? Are are we are we not together anymore, or I, like is it just ghosted we've, me out of the blue? Like what happened? We've, like, we've been working through some situations and problems, I guess. Um, but now it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we're, we're we're fine. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> good to see all that money and marriage counseling helped. Um... Hey, it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> uh for those so brian and i have known each other for a while now a couple years and uh and you've always been a great support and i value our friendship deeply um i of course have been a phenomenal support for you and your mental health the Um, best (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm joking brian brian's been a, a phenomenal support to me um but for those uh, who now we've done a couple of shows on my other podcast, Real Talk, mm-hmm. for my for my um, mental health and wellness clinic, uh, Mindful Health. But for those who uh, don't know you yet, and and maybe for this audience here, maybe you can kind of just give us the old Shep recap and uh, and let us know all about who you are, what you're doing everything that's going on in Brian's world, where it all started. I know you're, you're, you're um, faith-based, which I love, and we're of the same faith, and you grew up in the church. Give it up to Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so maybe we can work back a little bit and then sort of how you came to uh, do what you're doing today because the things that you're working on today and what you're providing to the community and the people around you is really really phenomenal so I want to I want to touch on that but bring us back to kind of where it started um well like I said thanks for having me on the show I'm glad to be here and hopefully something that I can share with your audience is, is going to make a difference um you gave a lot of the highlights and I think at this point in my life I I, I kind of like introducing myself um, from the place of trauma, right? Where things went wrong, where, because, you know, for me, that's where everything changed. Like, yep, I grew up in the church, son of a pastor, you know, like a generational pastor's kid, my grandfather, my, my dad, my uncle, all of them are pastors. And, um, you know, life was pretty good actually until like being married. 
and that's where things -na -na -na. yeah right it kind of <laughs> things kind of derailed for me and at that point and yeah. um and it sent me really into a place of like personal discovery like i've always been entrepreneurial my mom says she's like the only thing that scares you is working for somebody else mm -hmm. um and so like i was always about that and and at that point in my life when i i was married i was working on a business building a school always wanted to be an educator. Um, I enjoy teaching mm -hmm. and it, it's not really just like one particular topic, but I just, I enjoy teaching. I enjoy seeing people learn. Um, so I built the school and, you know, I was married, had a couple kids and, you know, kind of living what seemed to be a great life. And um, I tell people like, listen, I was, I was portraying the dream, but living a nightmare. Mm. And, um, you know, from there, things kind of just got off track ended up getting divorced. Um, you know, I, I was actually in the, you know, having an affair on my wife, things were like bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and like, as a man, I felt like there were, there were things that we didn't really talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, like we talk about the macho stuff, the manly things, but like when it comes down to like heart issues and like going through things and how you feel, I guess this goes back to the mental aspect of mental health. Like so much of that was compartmentalized that when I felt unsafe in my relationship and, you know, needed an outlet and wanted just wanted to feel like I was okay. It ended up, I ended up going against, you know, like everything that I knew to be right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and just ended up in that situation. Um, and so that was, that was tough. That was like a, a real turning point in my life. Cause I just felt like an absolute failure. Um, the business was ended up, the school ended up closing because of the economy. Mm. And so long story short, like the last, after the, after I was, I had been married for eight years and in the past eight years, it's just been a lot of personal discovery. Um, and I love and that really you phrase be, it that way. What personal discovery? I, I love it that you. I love that you <laughs> phrase it that way. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> because yeah. I was like trying to figure it out. I'm like, all right. Because for real, for me, I learned how to lie. Right. I right. learned how to lie, and my biggest lie was, "I'm okay." Right. Like I would always say that. I'm like, "No, I'm okay. No, I'll figure it out. Oh, I'll work it out. I'll take care of me." Like so, that was my lie. My lie was, "I'm okay." I think I have and, the same lie. Yeah, and that's a bad lie. It's a bad one. Right. That one is the one that'll get you in a lot of trouble because you end up you end up actually lying so much that you don't even know what your own truth is. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, yeah. I actually don't even like this. I don't I don't like doing this. I don't like going there. I don't like being a part of this. And so, but when you're like lying to keep things going, yeah. Like, I call it you, you end up managing miserable. So mm. like I was doing all that and then when I hit what I call to be rock bottom, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell the truth and I got to start really knowing me. So all that being said is led me into, um, you know, working with animals. My daughter had wanted a horse. I bought a horse. And now, you know, years later, I actually have a whole farm with a lot of horses and chickens and goats and all that. And I do a lot of empowerment, like a lot of relationship stuff from the farm because I, that's what I know. I, that's what I went through. I was like that the farm animals being outside that helped me something competitive. Like I've always been an athlete my entire life. You know, from the time I was four, I wanted to play pro baseball. You don't so, run with the horses, do you? 
It's not that no, good live. Yeah, I do. I race them. I haven't won. You against the horse? Yeah, I do race <laughs> the horses. <laughs> so you think you're like, that's nuts, but it, it's good conditioning. But no, I never win. I just, I do race them though. <laughs> <You> never... <laughs> <sighs> I never win. But it's good, good exercise. Um, but I figured out though, like in this process that I like not just sports um, and being physical, I like being outside. Mm, so yeah like recently you know out this summer this past summer i was like this is gonna be the summer of adventure so i was just taking i told people like hey make suggestions on adventurous things to do yeah and um i just wanted to open it up to people and so people were giving me all these suggestions and someone's like go take a hunting class and i was like all right i'm gonna go do it so i took a hunting class like never i'd never been involved with hunting or anything like that so i go take this hunting class and did you have your gun license before that yes okay so you yeah. were somewhat kind of familiar with yeah like scene. i have my gun license right. you know like so permitted to carry and all that right but that's more self-defense than it is like actually hunting you had a license to bust a cap yeah right if needs be <laughs> <laughs> if situations go wrong you know like hey we're prepared for if that. If you're tired situation. of losing with the horse, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a leg out. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I'm leaving this hunting class and um, there was a man having a garage sale. This older guy having a garage sale. He's selling all these bows and arrows and all that. So I just pull over and I, you know, I buy some archery equipment and I get involved in archery in the past couple months and I really enjoy it. And so, you know, like I'm realizing how much I enjoy being outside doing, yeah. doing what I call, you know, and I know this is sensitive in the, in the world we live in today, but like, I'm like, no, this is like manly stuff. Like I enjoy doing what I call manly things. Um, yeah. I don't think know, that's, I don't rough, think it's sensitive you know, to be outdoors. I think that's a very, manly. no, like, but I think like whenever mm -hmm. we hear the term like manly now or doing a masculine thing, there's automatically like this backlash, like mm. you're not supposed to say it. <laughs> mm. So, but I think yeah. about it from the sense that like, you know, years and years ago, men did, they, men did a lot of specific things like going out and hunting, doing, and I'm not yeah. just saying like only men do it because I know there are a lot of women that, that go out and hunt, but it was it's something about it that I feel like this is, this is pretty cool. Um, I haven't killed anything yet. I haven't, I haven't actually, I mean, hunting season only opened for me the day before yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I haven't actually been able to harvest a deer. Um, mm -hmm. But I think the process of it just in like the past two months has been teaching me a lot. Um, like, because it was, it was very stereotypical to me. Um, I felt like, also because uh, I was like, oh, you know, like white guys hunt, like, black guys don't hunt white guys hunt but oh, so it was a race thing for you we it, it always, was a, got, always got to bring down a white it, man Brian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but see but this is a part of the process because <laughs> like when i went and took the class like i was the only black guy in there but it didn't matter to me i was like you yeah. know what i just want to do it and having a lot of white friends like that has exposed me to a lot of different things and and so being involved yeah like just all flannel shirts stuff. yes i do have some flannel <laughs> shirts <laughs> and it but like <laughs> yes i have some flannel shirts but um what i what i find out is that the more i think about it like just 
being outside hunting and like going through the process, meeting new people, having conversations. I think about how we end up limiting ourselves because we don't have conversations with other people mm. because we do think, oh, only white guys do this. Only black people do this. Only this group does this. Only that group does this. And so we end up limited and we feel like we can't do things because we don't see any, like any representation or anything like that. Mm. And, and so like, what's been cool for me is just like the, all the different things that I'm learning um, and the conversations that I can have and how, how welcoming even this, like the, the hunting community is mm -hmm. like, there's a, there's this image that you, that's portrayed like, Oh no, they're all crazy. You know, no, they're not though. Like those men and women that I've met, they're so welcoming and they're, and they yeah. want to share like knowledge and, and insight. And so again, like as a part of a part of my own personal development, like, I'm like, no, I want to, I want to go into those places and, and environments that I'm curious about whether or not mm -hmm. I, you know, whether or not anybody looks like me or not, I'm like, I just want to do it because I just want to do it. So, um, but so often we, we, you know, believe the narrative that we've been repeating in our head, like mm. th that we can't do certain things or that we're limited, that we can't start the business, that we're not qualified. And, and for me, this has been a pattern in life, um, mm. like wanting to teach and work with kids. It was like, oh, men don't do that. I'm like, but I'm really great. I'm really great with kids. <laughs> like people drop their you kids are. off to me like, hey, will yeah. you teach my child? But when you're- And you host old, a lot of kids at the farm too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean- I'm, So I've seen I, them with them. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, but when you're told something and, and you believe the lie and then you start- like buying into it and you start telling yourself, okay, this, you know, I guess I can't do this or I'm not going to do that. Then you end up limiting yourself and then you go back to telling yourself that lie, like that you're okay. And you're really not. Where do you and think so, that, that comes from? Where do you think that manifests from? Cause I, I mean, it's, I, I would venture to guess and I <clears throat> suppose it's different for everybody, but if there was an overarching sort of thought process of where that underlying false narrative comes from that we tell ourselves we can't do something where do you think that i think i think it's uh i think it's very much environmental mm. um where it doesn't matter what your environment is someone's telling you something yeah and and so it does if you're a woman if whatever you know race you might be religion there's there's always there's always a narrative of this is how we are yeah. as this group right like you can be like i said you could be christian muslim you can be you know any religion this is how women are this is how men are and we start to hear certain things these are the things you know that are glorified these are the things that are put out there um and so and, and especially today because so much stuff is visual we're mm. being told things through our eyeballs um and you know like the images that are you know, being put in front of us, whether or not we're aware of it, it's telling us how we're supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. It's telling right. us how our bodies are supposed to look, how we're supposed to conduct ourselves. It's telling us what's popular. And so if we want to be popular, we need to do this thing or be in that environment. And so I think, you know, that's a, a major part, just environmentally, we condition ourselves. And so for me, like, I just want to break 
I want to break those environmental norms by trying different things. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, I've, I've always had very diverse friend groups and, um, you know, have been willing to try different things. And, and now it's just a matter of saying like, yep, I really do like doing this. And I do want to try to do that or go here or experience that. And, you know, and not, not worry about the fallout of what people in the group think you're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. Just living, living the life that you want to live. Because there's the other day I did the, this, um, this Google search and I, and I just Googled like how, what's the average life expectancy for someone in America? And it was like 78.79. And so I just, I just did the math. I'm like, all right, 78.79 minus 44. And I'm like, okay, if you just live to be the average age, that's what you have left. Right. Like there's no time to be messing around trying to please other people and yeah. like, forget that. Like you only have a limited amount of time. So the days don't come back. That's for sure. No, not at all. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, you talk a lot about really discovering the joy of just being outside. And I think that is something that is so key and so crucial to our overall health and mental health. And I wonder how that helped you, um, not only just physically and just enjoying being outside, but do you think that helped you to get through a lot of your struggles? It was just being in touch with nature and, and, and finding some, some peace and calm and solace. Yes. (laughs) I think when you said peace, that was, that's Mm -hmm. the big word. Um, because, you know, being outside, whether it's like, you know, just out there with the horses, feeding the horses, sitting with them, grooming them, going for a ride, um, peace is the big thing. Um, what I've learned just, you know, like in this archery experience of, you know, just shooting a bow and arrow, you know, at a target is just like the mindfulness, the, the peace that goes along with that being because first of all, it allows me to be competitive with myself. Right. But in order to really have success, I have to be very self-aware, right? Like you have to be, there's so many different like life lessons in whether it's archery or going, you know, to shoot a gun or, you know, anything like that. There's so many lessons in just the training, like the repetition um, for being, for being aware, like knowing where your body is, knowing where your mind is. And in order to really do well, it's like, you got to know, you got to know how to back off. You got to know when to stop, you you know, you need to, when you're doing well, that might be a good time to just take a break Mm -hmm. before you start getting diminishing returns. And and so those lessons, and you're breathing too, you got to be able to control your breathing. Yep. Breathing posture. And so mentally it's just, it's just very refreshing. I mean, the other day, I mean, not just the other day, but for like the last few weeks, um, I found myself, you know, just kind of like in the woods a little bit, mm. what they call stalking deer. Right. And right. so you're like, you're just kind of, you know, following after them and trying to see if you can get close and all this stuff. And, and like some of the it's leaves like have, have, right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> surveying the scene 
you got to, you got to, you know, you're checking out the one. You're like, you know what? That's the one right there. I want that one. <laughs> and so you can't, but you can't be threatening, right? So, right. <laughs> like, there is some, like, I, I've been thinking about this, you know, the whole relationship aspect of it. And I know that someone's going to be like, oh, okay. All right. So, what are you going to do? Kill her when you're, no, it's not about that. It's like, <laughs> like no that's not that's not where this goes but I, I did think like the other day i was like man you'll harvest her right you're not gonna harvest kill her. her into harvest a relationship her. <laughs> um i was like hunters should actually be the best you know relationship partners because what i've been learning like, so you take off half the do... season you get your own time it's <laughs> great right. it's much made of nothing <laughs> this is perfect like, i never see him he's awesome <laughs> <laughs> see like you see you got it see, this is the whole whole thing you've connected with it already um but i was like man these these guys like i watch them on youtube and whatnot they're super first of all they know everything that's going on they're like they know which way the wind is blowing they're like <laughs> They're, they're very aware of their scent. They're very aware of how to call the deer. Like they know a lot of stuff about yeah. deer. I'm like, man, I just thought it was kind of like you go out there and you sit in the tree and then you, you know, I thought it was deer, more deer, basic deer, than deer, that. Deer, 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 deer. Right. Yeah, they, no. they buy collars and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But I was like, man, if we could apply this to just building relationships, this level of awareness, this level of sensitivity. You, there's a woman to- whistle? Is this what you're telling me? There's a, Listen, <laughs> you just call her on, over with it. Depend on where you are. If you whistle at her, she might get mad. You know, like, that <laughs> doesn't go over well. Um, but yeah, I mean, so all that being said, it's peaceful out in the woods. Um, and and it, I, like, it, it, it just makes you, for me, it makes me really calm, right? It's just a calming yeah. presence. Um, like trying to walk through the woods and be quiet and not scare the deer away. I'm like, yeah. you got to walk super still. You got to learn how to walk differently. You're like, oh, you got to walk and roll your heels and just, you know, it's refreshing. I think, I think a part of, you know, something like a lot of men could do, like just, it's just get out, get outside yeah. for a little bit. It's a whole new set um, of skills. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. kind of really, it's, it's mm-hmm. like going back to basics, mm-hmm. right? Like before all the technology um before you know always being on the computer like just go outside and be physical it does something to you to activate your testosterone just to you know like all right i'm gonna go chop a tree down or split some logs or Mm -hmm. you know go out you know for a run or whatever Um, for me when i feel my testosterone getting super high i like to just stay in and watch a movie but yeah (laughs) yeah just stay in relax (laughs) yeah that's good yeah, I don't want it. You know, just don't want it too high. Yeah, I, we don't want it. None of us want it too high. No, no. <laughs> we want to keep it. You keep it nice and low. Thank I'll you keep so it low. Much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you keep eating the watermelon. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> With a little honey. <laughs> oh, you've added honey to it. Yeah, that it's all natural. All that stuff is good for. It's oh. good for men. Good for so. good for men's lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, love you it. Can, <laughs> all the fellows listening, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I, I do love that you, um, because I always say I'm about the experience of life. Mm. I say that a lot. And so I resonate with you a lot in terms of wanting to 
try new things and do new things whether it works or it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah. whether someone is happy about it or not it's none of nobody else's business and opinions don't matter and whatever but it's just a matter of going out and trying new things and and even for you know, a little bit of a share but even like lately i found myself feeling a little kind of unmotivated and <clears throat> sort of bored and and looking for something new and it, and it was interesting to me when i saw you start posting about archery because i was having kind of the same things i keep seeing a lot of archery stuff around i'm like it'd be kind of nice to like try something like that not for hunting like i would do targets but mm -hmm. um but it would be kind of nice to like pick up a skill like that and try something like that and i i wonder if like i would be interested in trying that and then i saw, saw your videos and i thought oh that's it's kind of a sign just to you know mm -hmm. try something new try something different and i'm always looking for something to keep my brain going and i think that's part of what you said too earlier about being you know an entrepreneurial spirit um you know being a creative person i think too i think i'll speak for myself but maybe you agree but i think we tend to get bored quickly or or if not quickly quicker than say someone who's not as creative or who's right. <clears throat> has other another set of skills um but I, I know i i do i find myself getting bored quite quickly with things and it's kind of like um i don't know if you listen to gary v at all do you do you yeah, do. His? So, yeah, yeah so he has so i really resonate <clears throat> with this theory that he has he has this dream his his ultimate dream is to buy the jets mm -hmm. the, the sports team the jets and and he says, the day that I buy the Jets is going to be the most depressing day of my life. And I know exactly mm -hmm. what he means when he says that. <laughs> because right. it's like you have this goal and and it's not getting getting the goal. It's it's the journey towards the goal. It's the striving to accomplish it. And once you get it, like it's it's done. It's all over. It's right, like the excitement's right. gone. The drive is gone. And, and I feel like that too. I feel like I always need to have a goal and a next thing happening because I feel like if I don't, I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything or I get yeah. really bored or as soon as I do one thing and it's done, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll set a goal for myself and then I'll reach it. And then I'm like, well, that's fucking over. What am I going to do now? Right. Like, like it's right. just, you know, so it's, yeah. It's, so yeah. So I, I love that you're trying new things and you do new things. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I've, I've talked to some people recently that are in the, um, into mind science and brain mm -hmm. science. And, um, they just talk about, you Quantum know, like, cre yeah, creating yeah. new neural pathways. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that, that was, I had some really interesting conversations and I feel like when we do new things and our minds actually start working to create new pathways, mm -hmm. like, I think I'm like that, I, I get it. I'm like, that's what it is. I, like you said, I, you can get bored just doing the same things. I, mm -hmm. I oftentimes say like, I just get tired of driving down the same streets. So I'll just turn down a different street just because yeah. like, I just want to see something different. And like the world is so big. There are so many opportunities. I think we only limit ourselves because we believe that we're limited. And mm -hmm. like, but we don't have to be like you at whatever age you are, you know, whatever your background is, you can start something 
like brand new, like yeah. go pick up an instrument, learn how to play it, you know, like learn how to drive a stick, like just, you know, learn how to fix cars, do something, right? Yeah. Launch a business, write a book, you know, go for an adventure. I saw this guy, he just, he talked about, he walked across the United States. And in my mind, I wanted to say, I want to do that. But then I thought, I really don't. But <laughs> it's the kind of thing that I was like, that's, I like it. I like, I like that idea. Like this guy was just like, you know what? I'm going to walk across the United States. I don't want to learn how to cook. That's, no. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's not for me. No. And I think, um, <laughs> I think, you know, God is, is really on my side and he sends me little messages every now and again. Okay. And I think a few days ago, almost setting the kitchen on fire. I think that was the final sort of Jenny, I love you, but do not set foot, enter that kitchen and you will, <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's not a good look. For you, you might as well turn it into a closet. Don't, don't even, exactly. don't even keep it a kitchen anymore. Exactly. So I actually, cooking is my, not your thing. It's not okay. my thing. I, and I'm not passionate about it. Okay. Um, I, I, I mainly cook for the dogs um who are now have been introduced to dog food um yeah for the first time (laughs) in their life i had to it was that was an emotional thing for me to have to come to grips with but it is not it's not safe for me in the kitchen is what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) um i use i I use the oven for storage pretty much um and the stove top just to boil things but apparently that's not my thing either so um i i'm not even gonna clean the pot it is so badly burnt i'm actually just gonna throw it out okay Um, (laughs) yeah it sounds like a hazard sounds like a hazard have you ever tried the ninja foodie okay so i I have a I have a vitamix which i think i'm pretty proficient in that that's i'm okay i'm safe there um although i did use the wrong um tamper once the whole thing so i should just i won't use it's a little dangerous it's a bit it was (laughs) awkward yeah um the toaster oven i think is my friend um and the air fryer is all right where we are getting acquainted okay all right so you're making Mm -hmm. some progress yeah all right well listen it's not for everyone cooking is not not everyone's jam I mean, you know. I have many other talents. <laughs> um, but <laughs> speaking of relationships, uh, so let so let's go a little bit into because you have this fabulous farm, and mm-hmm. you've just changed the name to well, I say just, but it's been almost almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Holy Hannah, um, I, I I love the new name, and I'm grateful that you changed it. The old name was great too, but incredibly difficult to say, especially quickly. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna attempt it. Uh, okay. But- <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like I forgot it, but <laughs> but no, I remember. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about your farm because you have um quite the um roster of animals yeah so we have horses um so we have seven horses about 50 chickens and a goat um so yeah a little goat his name is cliff and and so they all have oh my gosh yeah and that's because he has a cleft palate so his cleft palate we named him cliff um but 
you know, the farm is, um, I, I call it like my outdoor office and classroom, mm. you know, yeah. so there are a lot of different ways that I can connect with people and, and give them experiences that a lot of people just generally never have. Um, for, you know, a lot of the young ladies that, that are there, you know, I offer a program training program, um, for girls, um, during the week. And, and so they show up after school and helps them develop their confidence in a major way. Um, in large part because they're doing dangerous things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they say. They, they're like, Mr. Brian teaches us to do dangerous things in a safe way. Mm-hmm. Um, because they handle the horses, they, you know, they have to learn, um, you know, how to care for them. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're riding and the more, like when, when new things happen for me, it happens for everyone in my world. Right. So like, right. I, right. Uh, like I'm, I'm doing archery, I'm learning archery out of the horses. So my thought is how about archery off the horse? And so I'm like, okay, girls, let's try it. You know, which right. means they're shooting a bow and arrow now, but they're not holding on to the horse. Right. Because <laughs> you're shooting and you're going to have to, you know, like ride. And so like a couple of the girls like really latched onto that and they thought it was really great. And, and so now we talk about, you know, like, Hey, maybe we find, you know, an event or something for you to go be in. Um, and then we, as we kept going, we found out there's, you know, mounted shooting where, you know, they would be wow. able to shoot like guns. You're shooting blanks off the horse, mm-hmm. but like you do these obstacle courses and you're like shooting balloons and stuff like that. And they're excited about that. And so for me, so basically you have a lot of insurance is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Basically you got to keep, make sure <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise it's a bad situation. Um, but like that's, that for me is what, you know, what the farm always is always teaching, like the natural process of growth. Like, all right. So once you learn something, what's your next level of growth? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you apply this in a different way? What can you do to make it more challenging or make it more fun, um, make it more exciting for you? Um, and so that natural process of growth is, you know, always what what's going on at the farm whether it's like learning how to, you know, grow vegetables and, you know, plants and things like that. And like, then what? Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm like, now you have 50 chickens and you're getting like, I don't know, 20 to 30 eggs a day. Now what? Like, okay. Okay, girls, how about you start selling them, you know, or, mm-hmm. and so then it takes you into another thing. Cause now you're like, all right, now I have to interact with people and, And so like, there's always these opportunities of growth in what we're doing. And like, that's what the farm is all about. And, and so being able to bring people there and do professional development and things for educators and relationship couple stuff, it's always, it's always, everything goes back to helping people develop healthy relationship with themselves and others. Um, And and that's what it's all about. You've mostly focused on women um and empowering women was there any rhyme or reason behind that specifically um yeah um i actually got started working with women when i was in the gym so i used to work as a trainer in the gym and so and being a trainer most often like guys pretty much would say like oh they you know they knew what they were doing and, and women oftentimes will say, I don't know what to do. 
I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to look like a man. And, and they just didn't know what to do. So I started mm -hmm. just developing programs for women to help them like maximize their time in the gym. So like to get them off the treadmill and take them over to what they call the boys section. Mm -hmm. like, I, don't, I don't know how to work in the boys section, which was right. the free weight section. And so I, I was training them on how to, how to lift, how to bench, how to squat, you know, lift and, and, and use free weights. And, and so I, I did it through group training. So, mm -hmm. um, and so through that, these women started building relationships and confidence and, and then the group just kept growing and I'm like, all right. So the more I serve them in the gym, then the other opportunities presented themselves because the other topics presented themselves like, okay, so I want to start a business. Can you help me? Right. Mm -hmm. And then they just started talking about more things. Obviously they would talk about relationships a lot, like, you know, because I was a guy and I'm there. So they would ask me questions like, all right, so tell me, why do guys do this? <laughs> right. I'm like, he doesn't like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I would just, right. I would be that guy that Blunt. they would ask questions. And I would say like, look, no, if he really liked you, he would be this way. He doesn't really like you or, and I would kind of just, you know, be the interpreter for exactly. sometimes for actions. Um, and so it kind of just, it kind of went that way. I, I've never had anything against like, you know, working with men, but generally in, in, as it pertains to those areas, women just, they were the audience and you know, in business, they, anybody in business will tell you, like, you got to have a niche, you got to have a market. And so, you know, your market and that's it. I mean, I could change today and like work with men. It would just change everything. I would just mm -hmm. approach it differently because, you know, the audience is different. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's really the history behind it. And that's kind of always just been my life. I've always been, I've always been the friend um, that, you know, girls talk to. Like even in like middle school, high school, they're like, ask Brian, he'll talk to you. He'll listen to you. So that's what it was. I'm like, all right, let me just be really good at it. <laughs> so. Well, you were a pastor's kid, so you had to talk to everybody. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> had to be yeah. nice when they tell on you. That's, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. That's exactly what it is like. Okay, this is how you're going to behave. All right. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I love that. And one of the things that I love too is you did this, I think, was this last Christmas or the Christmas before um, you went on this little kind of, I want to say maybe self-discovery isn't the right term, but you, you, you kind of wanted to build a, a greater relationship with the food that you eat. And you said, okay, well, if I'm going to make a chicken and I'm going to eat this chicken, maybe I don't feel right if I actually haven't harvested the chicken myself mm -hmm. uh, or killed the chicken myself. And so you went through the whole process, start to finish, just to have that experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I would love to know how, what you came away with after having that experience. What was your thought process? Is that something that you would do again? Is that what did you, what did you get out of that? And how did you, how did that change your relationship with food and, and, and your environment and, and what you do on the farm? Um, it, that experience was, it was pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, 
for one, it gave me a greater appreciation for the food that I eat. Mm. Um, because obviously it took time for them to grow and, and go through that whole process. But the, the actual process of harvesting the chicken and killing the chicken, um, I, I, at first I was like, I don't know, this might send me vegan. I was like, this could be really gross. It might send me vegan, but it didn't. And, um, but what I found out was like, there was, and I caught, I caught some flack from this on social media, mm. but it was, to me, it was, it was very, very much a sacred process. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I honored the life so much of this animal, um, that like, I was just aware that this, this animal gave his life for me. Um, and, and so that was, that was like, that was like life changing, um, because, you know, it I was more connected to my food than ever. Um, Mm. you know, you go to a store and you see it in a package and it's, it's just not real, right. It's not, doesn't look real. It's just like meat in a package. Um, and, and I had like, when I started, when I first started, even with the the chickens, when they first started laying eggs, that was hard for me at first because the chicken lays the egg. And I'm like, this egg is warm. Like, this is weird. Like it was, it was actually too real. Like, no, this is too real. Like this just happened. This egg just came out. And, and so like, but again, for me, it goes back to back to basics. I'm like, wait a second, you've been living in all of these like ideas and basically disconnected from so much stuff because there's, there's all these different processes that you're not a part of. Right. Right. Like having a garden and like doing the, doing the compost and, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting for it to get rich and then putting that in the garden and learning, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Poop mountain. Like I didn't know that manure got that hot and like, no, it it gets really hot (laughs) and then, you know, so that it can decompose things and then you got to wait. And if you put that in the garden while it's too hot, it'll actually burn up the plants. So there was a lot of stuff that I had, that I've been now learning. Right. That I feel like it makes me a better man. Cause I'm like, wait a second, you're now connected to the process. And, and again, that goes back to the hunting part. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to think that I could take my time, learn and study this animal, you know, so that become proficient at shooting because that's a part of it too. Like you don't like anybody can pick up a, a you know, an arrow and a, a, you know, a crossbow or something and you can shoot an animal and you can just wound it and hurt it. Mm. And then that animal could it actually end up living with right. these wounds that you created. So like learning mainly. Yeah. Mm. Learning how to be skilled, mm. like all of that, you know, is, is very much a part of that developmental process. And, and, like, honestly, I've been shooting for a few months mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, now that the season is actually here, I'm like, no, this gets really real mm-hmm. because, you know, this animal, if it suffers because you make a bad shot, that's, that's bad news. That's, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. Right. Like, and also that yeah. energy too, it's like, yeah. Like, no, when you eat an animal, you take in that energy right. of that animal, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. And it, 
nothing want nothing wants to die like no no natural living thing wants to die and right. and our bodies in and of itself are the whole purpose of our bodies our brains our heart our lungs our organs everything about our bodies are is a functioning machine and its sole purpose is to survive on a mm -hmm. daily basis and and when you take out an animal i mean like you said if you're not skilled and you don't do it a particular way um you know quick fast and dirty that suffering that that energy you eat that animal and that you you're going to eat that some some people might might not believe this but it, right. it's very true to me um that you ingest that energy right and it, it, right because there's a there's a level of there's a level of stress that's going to happen, you know, so it's like, and, and, you know, those that know science know like energy is never mm -hmm. destroyed. So it has to go somewhere. Yeah. Um, and you, and, you might notice too, like um, for people who are really in tune with their own bodies, you'll, you'll notice if this is something that you experience, how you feel the next day or the day mm -hmm. after, like, are you depressed? Are you feeling down are you feeling confused are you feeling foggy are you feeling anxiety are you feeling aggressive like that all has to do part and parcel of the energy of the things that you put into your body yeah that's that's real on so many levels and like it really i mean that's a great point because a lot of times we're eating we're eating and consuming things that energetically it's killing us, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, whether it be, you know, sodas and all that kind of stuff. When we're consuming that stuff just mindlessly and consuming and our bodies are, you know, showing the effects of that, it, there's, there isn't, there isn't any life giving energy into it. You know, we think about mm -hmm. water and it's like, it's so hard for people to drink water, but meanwhile, it is, <laughs> one of the essential elements to being able to to live well um mm -hmm. and 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 so like for me this all keeps coming back full circle to like back to basics of like nature and like even putting putting the phone down like as much as i do on social media and i yeah. enjoy it like i realize man what a trap this can be um to just constantly be on social media being fed things visually that really are going to end up producing a negative outcome in life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not real, right? Like being on right. social a whole lot and you're, you're looking at just so many different images and, you know, whether male or female, like you're, you can find yourself comparing yourself against others um, mm -hmm. because you haven't achieved what they've achieved. You're not as successful as this person, your body doesn't look like that person, you know, your family situation doesn't look like that. And so there's so many different traps that you can fall into. Um, Absolutely. It's that... such an injustice to compare yourself to someone else. Because oh. first of all, most people just show the highlight reel of their lives. That's number right. one. Right. <clears throat> and number two, it, it doesn't it, it, when you're comparing yourself to someone else, whether it be through, you know, their intellect or the material items that they have, you, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You, right. you might see someone with a, a Range Rover Sport 
and think, oh my gosh, it's amazing. But you don't know that this guy's killing him every day, himself every right. day to pay for it. And the, and the car has a ton of problems and right. he doesn't even enjoy driving it around. Like you just see the flashy <laughs> right. outside or you just, see, right. you know, you see all the, the degrees on the wall, but you don't know that that woman goes home every night and feels like exhausted and lonely and like, you know, you know, all those things like you don't see that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's such an injustice to, to your point, it's such an injustice to compare yourself to to people because it's it's just not your life no but it's people are people are becoming more and more savvy at selling that mm. and and that's the and that's the part that i think is so dangerous because so many people are on social and they don't know that someone is strategically selling them these ideas and their thoughts and just putting it in there to make people feel make people feel bad, make people feel insignificant. And, you know, so that you can buy their next latest and greatest product um, mm -hmm. to cure the ailments, which is not true. And, you know, the one thing I, I, I say about like in the gym or being out in nature is that nature doesn't lie. And like in the gym, I'll say yeah. like the bar, the bar doesn't lie. Like if you're only this strong, that's how strong you are. You can't fake it. Like that's, that's yeah. all you have. Right. And, and so you can learn how to pre back to the process. You can learn how to appreciate the process of getting stronger or, you know, learning something new, like just learn how to appreciate the process and, you know, don't just sit there, you know, looking at people live their lives. Mm. Like you might see something like, I think social media is great for this. You get to be exposed to a lot of different stuff. And so if you see somebody like surfing and you're like, yeah. you know what? That looks kind of cool. Like find somewhere where you can go surfing. Like I, you I got try kangaroo it. shoes. <laughs> I mean, and how are those? Am I a kangaroo? No, but I have the shoes. <laughs> but you know kangaroos bounce. <laughs> it's a great workout. <laughs> Look. So and then, talk. <laughs> there you go. So you see it and then you try it. Like how how much are people just watching life happen? Mm, like that's yeah. like, that's the tragedy. Like mm -hmm. all this opportunity, places to visit, places to go, you yeah. know, like take a vacation and here, try this food. Okay, great. Now that you've seen it and if you want that, go, go for it. Like yeah. actually go and try it. Actually mm -hmm. go have the experience. Don't just live through someone else's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just going back to your point about, you know, being in nature as well, and just not only finding the peace, but um, you mentioned, you know, learning in nature too, is, is you learn a greater respect for your surroundings, because as peaceful as nature can be, it can also be very dangerous. And if yeah. you're not <laughs> respecting, you know, uh, the outdoors and, and the ground that you're walking on and, and the skills that you need to be outside and pay attention and be aware. And, you know, you can, you can run into some, some problems. So it's a, it's a great lesson overall to, to have that mutual respect and that energy with the earth as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It makes me think about all these videos that I see now about people encountering bears while they're out in the woods. And well, like... it's bear season. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah. And they're and they're there. They're like, you know, they're they're pretty much in harm's way. And uh, you know, you gotta respect, you gotta respect nature because yeah. it has the power to take you out. Did you know some bears don't even wear pants? <laughs> yeah. Rude. It's like, how rude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, <laughs> I want to uh, I want to touch on um, a new thing that's happened for you because you yeah. you did mention that you you love teaching and you you love connecting with youth and you started this new initiative or this new position with uh, a school by you mm-hmm. and and teaching and getting involved with motivating not only the kids but the teachers and so talk a little bit about that and the the community and how that's kind of changed things for you and opened things up and and what kind of new experiences you have there yeah well um with all the teaching shortages going on in the country um (laughs) so many districts are now introducing like just opportunities for people to come in and speak and Mm -hmm. so and and teach and so they have these guest teacher positions um that they made available and i'm already in the in the space of um, going into schools and, and doing motivational speaking and right. the, you know, assemblies and that kind of thing. But through this, um, I can actually go and like be in a classroom. So it's basically like being a substitute, um, you know, for the day or mm-hmm. however long when, when teachers are out um, and just filling those positions. And so I, I see it as an opportunity to, to, to get into schools and to, um, you know, be a, a positive impact on, on a classroom for a day or two and, you know, share some experiences and, you know, actually kind of leverage some of what's happening on social media because kids kind of relate to that. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you're TikTok famous. I'm like, okay. But the the, the fact that- What do you, you have, know, they... 7 million followers now? You have no, to 7 just six. <laughs> <laughs> Only six, no. <laughs> um, but- yeah, they see it and, and it gives me an opportunity to be able to speak to them. Yeah. Because like it that's their language. They speak that language. They speak social media. And so, you know, the one of the things that I that I like to share with the young people and just people in general is like you gotta be yourself. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 greatest chance you have in life is finding your your true voice. Like find what I call your inner oddball. Like mm. what, what makes you, you like, what makes you strange? That's what makes you need it. I think and, my oddballs on the outside to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you have your, you have your things that you do. I like your series of, what do you call it? Being almost famous. The almost life, of a, <laughs> life of an almost famous person. <laughs> I think that that is like, those are my favorites those <laughs> those that video series you do is pretty funny to me i haven't come across yet anyone who's actually taken that seriously which i'm happy about i'm wait. i'm just waiting for the comment on tiktok <laughs> one of these days that when you think you're so fair i'm like you don't get the joke yeah, you don't get it. the whole joke but is that, that i'm a nobody hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> making all this impact meanwhile yeah. <laughs> you know but but it is funny like <laughs> And but like, and that's what I I hope to make people laugh. That's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it works. Like it is funny when you do it. (laughs) And so, you know, like, 
but that's your that's a part of your voice what part makes you unique i'm like i don't know that i could pull it off like you <laughs> i know i couldn't pull it off like you do but you do it and it's just seamless and like natural like okay this is fun <laughs> um and and that's a part of it like getting into these schools and um mm -hmm. you know being able to meet the kids meet the administrators meet the teachers um perhaps give a, a different perspective because I have built a school. Um, you know, obviously I've worked with children and been a social worker. I've done a lot, done, done a lot of different things. And, and now like social media being what it is, I get to provide a perspective that is pretty well-rounded. And, and again, it just goes back to what I try to tell people, like find, find how your story in your life, like where the connections start to be. And when you do that and you start moving in it, opportunities, you know, make themselves available. Like look for a way to use what you know to make an impact somewhere. And then you go on and you just go on that adventure. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Like use it, use it and do it. Yeah. You'll never lose if by learning something new. No, it's never a waste of time or money uh, or an investment in yourself by learning a new skill or learning something new. And it doesn't have to be a huge undertaking. It could be, you can start small it's by reading a book that you're interested in about a particular right. topic or starting with, you know, like reading something that's outside of the normal genre that you read. Or if you, if you don't read, pick up a book and, and read or watching mm -hmm. a different documentary and learning something new about someone, you know, that you, are interested in or you know stalking a new girl on the way to her vehicle that's you know <laughs> learn how she <laughs> yep that's it take notes what does she like to take eat where does she regularly go right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's new on the, what's new for the farm coming up um because we're getting into fall it's fall y'all um yeah uh, fall is a nice season um, I, I love the summer but i'm also happy for fall and that fall presents itself a new opportunities as well so what's uh yeah. what's on the docket for fall at the farm um for fall we're getting ready this weekend we're going to be doing um doing some events like uh we got like some wellness events so we have mm -hmm. Like a yoga, we're gonna be doing yoga and then fireside, um, fireside with friends doing that. And then I have a couple, um, like I keep saying mother daughter, but it's really like um, woman to woman events where I, adult women, um, whether with their with their own daughter or with you know a, a young girl that, that part of the family or close to the family, doing some events together to help um, like bridge the gap in, mm. in that relationship building process. Um, mm. because That's there so seems, important. yeah, there's so right now important. there's, there's so much going on with, especially like the body image stuff mm. and self-esteem that yeah. I think we, we really have to get to a place where, um, you know, uh, adult women and younger women are connecting, having real conversations, some heart to heart stuff, mm -hmm. putting the phones down for a little bit and, not just, you know, looking at what's supposed to be and, and really encouraging the dialogue because a lot of adult women have things that they've either experienced or things that they've, you know, they felt that they can pass on that knowledge and, and perhaps help this young girl navigate 
um, where she's, where she is at life in life mm-hmm. and, and going through that process, um, relationship stuff, but just, just times to connect, mm-hmm. um, talk and, and do some stuff, you know, whether it's, you know, grooming a horse or cleaning the stall or whatever it might be, throwing some hay, <clears throat> just hey, do, hey, <clears throat> doing some stuff and just events to help build relationships is, is really, I think fall is a great time for that. You know, you have obviously in Pennsylvania, we get all four seasons. So the, the trees mm-hmm. will be changing and they'll just, there'll be beauty like all around us, just natural beauty that um, can be tapped into and just mm-hmm. the environment of it. So that that's what's going on in the farm. Um, and then I'm, I'm launching in just a wellness program for the final, the final hundred days of the year um, to help people get started and have success going through um, the fall into the winter. Mm. Transforming. It's a tough time. It is. It's, yeah. it, it can be a, a very t- tough time for people. Yeah. Um, and so a I lot think of seasonal now, depression and yep. some, and, yeah, yep. for sure. So like addressing that like seasonal depression with activity mm-hmm. and, and getting going right now before the holidays come in and all that stuff, like get into a routine so that as it starts getting darker and as it gets colder, mm-hmm. you're already in rhythm. You're not trying to start because it's hard to start then. Yeah. Uh, but if you can get going, get connected with some other people, then you're like, you know what? I can do this. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and so just for, just for well-being, like overall well-being, I think now is just an ideal time. So mm-hmm. she's going to be coaching with people through this final hundred days and like going, to, I, I say like, you got to be a warrior, like got to yeah. fight for your life, right? Like fight for it. You want it, fight for it. There's going to be obstacles, but you can fight for it. Yeah. So I've taken a little bit of a different approach for the last hundred days uh, with the clinic and I'm actually taking a, a break um, oh. uh, from, from the clinic for until the new year, uh, okay. a, a much, much needed long overdue break. Um, so I'm just in the midst of just finishing up with some clients and, and, and that, but, uh, but I, I want to develop new programs and I want to do new things and I want to spice up the clinic a little bit in mm-hmm. different ways and have offer new things and, and have, um, you know, uh, people d- enjoy different aspects of of healing and health and wellness, mind, body, and soul, and um, and so that <clears throat> part of that takes time for me to develop those programs, and <clears throat> and I also want to um, get the the podcasts going again there too. I think having discussions, and we, you know, we got some really great feedback from doing the podcast over there, and so I want to sort of put more shows on, on, on the books over there and, and do that. So for me, I'm taking a little bit of a break in that aspect, but renewing, which, um, which I think is important too. So it's, it's, it's learning the balance and because I'm someone that will go like hard all the time and then not Mm -hmm. stop and then get like burnt out and be like, okay, I need to take a break. And so for me, sometimes it's learning that balance, um, you know, of, of saying, okay, before I reach that point, maybe I should stop here and take right, a little bit right. of a breather. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited not just to take a little bit of a break, but I'm excited for the things to come in the new year. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You got to make sure your cup is filled. 
you know yeah so that's that true you talk about that a lot yeah if you mm -hmm. don't take care of yourself then you you will burn out and there's nothing to give so you know that like that 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 break is important because that's that's where you can be refreshed you know perhaps you're you're picking up something new and and you're doing something that that gets you that revitalization that you then bring that to the clinic and mm -hmm. you know then everyone's impacted by the fact that you're just in a fresh place so yeah, i think that's great yeah. yeah and and i'm grateful for this show too i love doing the show it's it's my creative outlet it's my fun it's uh you'd be a little bit saucier with the show and <laughs> it's you know my comedic outlet and uh, <laughs> so yeah it's fun it's great you know great community over here and and made some great friendships and it's just it's a blast i have a blast with this show but that's yeah. good <laughs> but uh, bring it back uh full circle and uh we started off talking about misconceptions and thinking that only particular people and races can do certain things so brian what is something that only black people do that i could try <laughs> mm, okay um <laughs> See, oh man, I would I would have went with some of the cooking stuff, but we're not going to nope, go nope, there. That's, nope, we're that's not going to encourage nope. you to to. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not frying anything? No. Nope. No, no. See, no. But here's okay. Here's something, right? So I saw this video the other day, and there was a young a young white girl, and she was telling talking to her mom about her hair mm -hmm. that she wanted. She was saying like she wanted her hair done like the brown leaves, okay? Like like the what? So something that you could do is learn. She said she wanted to learn how to how to get her hair like the brown ladies. Okay. And the braids. Yeah, so she wanted she wanted braids. Yeah, she wanted braids. And her mom was like, your hair doesn't do that. But like in the comments, like there were like so many black women, they're like, drop my niece off to my house. I'll do her hair. And so, you know, there was just so much love. Uh, and she ended up getting her hair done. Like some some beauty salon, like in her area or something, it was like, bring her over. We're going to give her a full treatment. And so they, they really like took care of her, did her hair and gave her the brown lady style. Um, but that's something like if you want to learn how to, you know, learn how, how to your hair learn how to braid yeah brian that is a that is a terrible suggestion you're bald <laughs> how am i gonna practice <laughs> you know that's why i did it because it was safe for me i'm like you know what i won't be wounded in this process not at all i won't be hurt i'm totally safe Ah, <laughs> oh, sneaky sneaky yeah. <laughs> where can people get a hold of you reach you find out about you get your digits stalk you if yeah um if yeah. you want to stalk me i think the best place is to do that addresses um, yeah <laughs> at four or five no just kidding um <laughs> walgreens yeah. parking lot 7 p.m right. thursday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typically always there um <laughs> so, social media platforms TikTok. um uh ba shepherd uh youtube those are my and facebook um mm -hmm. those the, that's where i'm hanging out the most um these days and and doing some things but that's that's the best place because those are the places where i connect with people and we can have conversations and dialogues and 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 really just you know build community because that's what it's all about like building community learning from yeah. one another and I, I feel like whenever i get to meet someone it's an opportunity for my life to expand in a certain way because that person's life is different from mine i get to learn mm -hmm. something 
um, have a new experience, meet a new person, have a new dialogue. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I love it. I love it. And I love seeing all the new things that you're doing on a continual basis. And I've loved having you on the show. I really appreciate you being here. I know your time is valuable and <clears throat> I really uh, adore our friendship and I love speaking with you. And so thanks so much for, for being on the show with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Um, it's definitely always a joy hanging out with you, getting some <laughs> good laughs and yeah, always a good time. Uh, Brian and I are faith-based. So I think what I would love to do for the end of the show is have Brian do a, uh, if you're willing and able and, and would like to, is say a, a prayer to close out this show. So if prayer is not your thing and you want to <clears throat> you want to leave the, the listening and watching capabilities of the show right now, thank you so much for joining me. We are sorry you're going to hell, but we hope you enjoyed the rest of the show. And uh, <laughs> for those of you who... <laughs> would like to be saved or just have some you know <laughs> positive reinforcement in your life stick around we're gonna do a little bit of prayer <laughs> <laughs> brian's gonna do a prayer and i uh, uh ready set go sir all right i always say that you know like anything i say it's not going to hurt you anyway so there you go. but father uh thank you for this day and thank you for the opportunity that we've had to to be on this podcast and, and to have this time together. I thank you, Lord, for each and every person. Thank you for Jenny and her leadership and, and having the heart and the mind to serve people through these, these platforms and just make a difference wherever she can show up. Thank you for each and every listener that's here, everybody that's part of this community, what they bring in their own unique gifts and talents and ability and, and just their presence. Thank you for them. I pray for anyone that's listening right now, that their life would be blessed tremendously as they align with your will and as they move into the adventures of their life and where they can make impact. I pray that they would have boldness and, and courage and, and, and break free from the norms that have been told to them, break free from the lies that have limited them so that they can live a life even more expansive and enjoyable. I pray that someone who's been like just kind of going through a lot of discouragement would be built up because of this podcast and these series and and whatever they may see um, across this these channels. Pray that they would just be strengthened so that they can move forward in life and know that they have purpose and mm -hmm. that this is their time. I pray that they don't keep on delaying things and pushing it off with self-doubt, but that there would be a go for it now type spirit and attitude that they would have. And as they do it, I pray that they would see their life completely transformed in the best of ways. And we thank you in advance for all these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 And amen. <clears throat> Our father who are, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> be, be the never, never ending episode. <laughs> and they're still going. <laughs> 12 o'clock it's a vigil okay <laughs> didn't come here for church <laughs> brian i love you thanks so much for being on the show and uh my pleasure i just wish you all the best thanks for the blessing and i'm so excited to see all the the things that you're doing and i really appreciate you thank you very much for having me
Thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, and we love the feedback. So don't forget to uh, send your feedback via DMs or comments, and we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye.